The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 148 of the Oki Geek Podcast, brought to you by Oki Comics. I'm Michael Cross. If you haven't heard yet, Oklahoma City's annual anime convention, IzumiCon, which was supposed to take place this coming weekend, has died. But one local cosplayer and a dear friend of ours, uh, and two dear friends of ours, are, are, are deciding... The party is not going to end. Sandy Leachy and Ken Edwards are here to tell us more. And uh, basically, first off, welcome back to the show. It's good to have you guys back. Glad to be back. It's been a while. <laughs> and I know, I know. Now, for Sandy, not so much, because she was on our show at SoonerCon, right. and, which was a lot of fun, because she was all dressed up in the Lolita costume, which just was phenomenal. Oh, my gosh. You're at work. You're at work. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay, so what's going on this Saturday? Okay, so um, <laughs> some friends and I, um, whenever we, there were like the rumors going around about AzumiCon being canceled before it was official. Mm. And we were talking and we were like, well, man, if this is really what's going to go on, you know, we should st probably start making plans because um, a lot of, I mean, I'm sure everybody's in the situation, but a lot of our friends from different areas of Oklahoma were all going to be coming to Oklahoma City so we could visit and um, hang out and yeah. stuff for AzumiCon. And so... You know, we don't get to see, we don't, we don't all get to be together that often. Um, so we really wanted to still be able to hang out and have fun. So we were trying to figure out, you know, well, what do we want to do? You know, we, we have these costumes that we've already bought for the convention. We've made all these plans. We have photo shoot plans. And we were like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? So we were like, well, maybe we could, you know, go do a photo shoot and then go hang out somewhere. And we were like, well, you know, there's probably tons of other people that are also in this situation. So mm -hmm. what can we do to try to help everybody else in the community? So we were like, well, let's do a photo shoot, you know, at Will Rogers. And so we decided to do that. And so um, starting at five o'clock on Saturday, we're going to be meeting up at Will Rogers Park in Oklahoma City with a couple of photographers to do a photo shoot there. Um, we're asking everybody to bring just $5 to help us pay for, you know, help all the photographers, theater photographers, take care of your photographers and um, mm. <laughs> uh, just do some photos and stuff for everybody that was anticipating on having these new costumes that are now no mm. longer able to do photo shoots yeah. at AzumiCon. Um, and then after that, uh, we're gonna be meeting up at main event in Oklahoma City at eight o'clock to have this huge, awesome, basically, we're calling it Rip AzumiCon uh, party <laughs> on um, Saturday night. So we're going to have uh, wrist, exclusive wristbands for the party. We have friends that are making uh, vinyl stickers that are Rip Azumicon stickers that'll be for like the first couple of people. We have another friend that's 3D printing um, keychains for it. Oh, cool. um, yeah, we have all sorts of awesome exclusive goodies that we're going to have. Um, and the awesome thing is Main Events working with us to also give everybody a free $10 game card um, for anybody that comes to join with the party. Oh, so great. everybody, you know, they understand that people are out a lot of money right now and the it, the chances of refunds are looking kind of slim you know to be especially this early on and 
So we wanted to make sure everybody would still have a chance to be able to come out and have fun and not have to spend a lot of their own money to do it. Um, so yeah, we're, we're really excited. I think it's going to be really fun, but yeah. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> the, the, one of the things that I, I, I love about this is the response that you guys have gotten on Facebook. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, in, in less than 24 hours, we had like 150 people, I think. And now I think we're up to almost 300. Oh my God. But yeah, it, it was it was crazy. It was like 24 hours and over 100 people. It was it was insane. I mean, it really helped, you know, to, to have everybody be so supportive too. I mean, we have um, 13 sponsorships now. Um, we're working with a ton of local companies and um, a couple local events. SoonerCon is helping us out. Mm. Loot Next P, um, New World Comics, One Stop Anime. Wizard World, did I hear that Wizard World? Wizard World is giving us a free pass <laughs> as well. Yeah, um, it's it's awesome. Yeah, they, they're giving us two three-day passes for the grand prize of the cosplay contest. That's fantastic. Yes, and that's the only thing. We are going to have a cosplay contest as well. I didn't mention that. Yes. Um, at 10 o'clock Saturday night, we are going at to have a- At the main event. At main event, <sighs> yeah. And they're they're giving us use of their private rooms as well for the cosplay contest for absolutely nothing. Like oh they're doing gosh. all of this for free, which is just, it's, it's a phenomenal to have so much community support. Um, you know, we came there and we told them what was going on and they were like, yeah, sure. You know, let me talk to my manager. Let me see what we can do to help. Mm -hmm. And they went above and beyond for what I was expecting. Yeah. It's what, what we were talking about uh, right before the show was the fact that a lot of uh, conventions aren't necessarily reaching out to the cosplayers, mm -hmm. but this should be a sign to them. We're talking about 300 people that would show up to your, th an extra 300 people who would show up to your convention in costume, which of course I think brings other people out there because people who aren't even cosplaying, they want to see the costumes that are out there. Yeah, that That's was right. one reason why main event was so supportive about yeah. it too, because they were like, they're like, well, do, they're like, well, do you want this to be an exclusive thing? And I'm like, no, you know, you know, just, just everything. I'm like, we'll be there at eight o'clock. We'll bring in a bunch of people, but you know, like we don't, we don't need this to be like a, a lock-in or anything for, for our group, you know, have all, Everybody from the public is, It'll of course, welcome them. and everything. And they were like, well, that's perfect because all of those public, you know, all of the public members that aren't there for the party are going to see all these people dressed up and all these kids are going to be seeing superheroes mm -hmm. and stuff. And they're really excited about that because they know that everybody's just going to really enjoy it. Yeah, it's going to be a big party. I love the fact that you uh, did take it uh, upon yourself to make sure to announce on Facebook some some rules uh, about uh, the the the. Let us know what are the rules that so the people should know if they come they come dressed up on, on um, Saturday night. So we do have a couple of rules for a main event. If you're going to Will Rogers, that's a you know a, a park outside. We're not worried about all of these rules applying to that uh, to the photo shoot. But at main event, um, you cannot bring any weapons of any kind. Um, we are in a public space, um, so do remember that. Um, you know, no no prop weapons, no guns, no spears, no bats, nothing like that. Um, and we also, their main event is also asking to kind of keep like gory costumes and super revealing costumes to a low. Um, we're calling it a teen rating yeah. um, on, on our Facebook page is what we're considering it. But basically they're just worried about, you know, like super gory costumes and super revealing costumes since there is a chance that there will be children there. Mm -hmm. um, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think that's wonderful though, because it, it that you've just, it's just thinking about your audience, which your audience there is going to be just people you don't know. They're not at a convention. Mm -hmm. They're just there at going, they're doing the bowling, the video games, the, you know, whatever, having some pizza. That's, you know, that's what they're there for. Um, but you can actually show off what cosplay is all about to these people that are strangers to it. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it'll be a good, 
good thing to do. I, I like to introduce, you know, people to what cosplay is. And plus, I mean, it's fun, you know, for the public and stuff to see stuff like that because people that aren't in the community don't see stuff like that a lot. Right. So, like, whenever we're at a con and we go out to eat and we're all in costume, like, he can tell you. We, we went out um, to visit a little boy who's sick, actually, with some friends yeah. of mine. So we were all dressed up as superheroes and we went out to lunch after we were done visiting him. And we had, like, two little kids come up to us. I was just as Harley and my friend was Spider-Man. And they were like, can we get a photo with you guys <laughs> and all this other stuff? You know, it's 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 fun to, to do that and, and introduce people to what it's all about. That's got to be strange to the the public that they're that when they see people dressed up. Not as much well, as it used to be. Well, Coming from my perspective, whenever we walk into a public place and she's dressed up in cosplay, I kind of observe everyone's reaction. Yeah. You get like two or three kinds of reactions. You get the one of, what in the world? It's like, why is she dressed <laughs> up like that? And you get the second reaction. It's like, oh, my goodness, it's so amazing. And then you get the third, which is like, as though they're scared <laughs> of the person. It's like, um, why is this person dressed up like that? This isn't normal. Is that you get mixed reactions, and it normally varies based on age group. Right, yes. Now, I had the same thing when I dressed up in garb when I was going to a Renaissance festival. Mm -hmm. uh, it's people just go and if you're not anywhere near the Renaissance, like if you're like in you know Northwest Oklahoma City driving down to Norman, people are like, why are you dressed up like that? Now, if you do that in Norman when they're having the, the fair. medieval fair, that's different. People go, oh, yeah, it's the medieval fair. Um, and if you if you're in cosplay, if you're around like a you know if there's a New World convention going on or something or SoonerCon going on, they go, okay, that's well, that's why. But if you're like away from it, it's like. But there's, there's always that? one consistency though with her it's like whoever's helping her they'll always tell her it's like oh my goodness i love your outfit i love what you're doing or i love your lolita dress at times yeah you go out in lolita it's like they look confused at first and then they just accept i it. think once yeah. people understand it and and a lot of times i think people get weird misconceptions about it as well and then it's like oh well i was actually visiting a kid that's dying from cancer who asked for yeah. superheroes to come visit him and then they're just like Oh, well, that's that's really nice of you. You know, like that's I that's really selfless. And I'm like, yeah, that's what that's what I'm that's what I'm doing. You know, it's what this is about and stuff. And and then and then they get really interested and they want to hear more about it and how you do this stuff. And then you know they might go into it themselves. Yeah. You know, it's 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 fun and it's nice to do. And and I mean, honestly, I don't really pay attention whenever people look at me weird because I'm I'm just in my own little world whenever I'm in cosplay, but. It's fun, you know. Old people are usually the funnest, I think. Oh, really? Because, like, they're usually the ones who, are, like, are the most confused, but <laughs> also the most interested. Because they're like, what is going on? But they, but once, like, you explain it, they think it's really cool. Yeah. Like, it is, it's, it's interesting. And then there's, like, the teens that are like, well, that's really weird. <laughs> but for, for now, they'll feel like, you know, because, I mean, I did that, too, when I was a teen. I loved dressing up as a kid. I got thought that was weird as a teenager, but then you get to be adults. Like I want to dress up again because that see, was fun. See, when I was a teenager, is whenever I started cosplaying. So I've <laughs> I've always cool. loved dressing up, but and in cosplaying, see, it also kind of becomes this snowball effect. The more you do it, the more other people feel comfortable doing it. So you it brings this all these people back in. Like I said, some of these never even thought about it before. Once they realize that you can do it, that you know, and it's so simple. Uh, sometimes it's, it's just going and grabbing a hat or a coat from the thrift store to just kind of add in and make it a part of you and a mm -hmm. part of what you want to do. Closet cosplay. Closet cosplay. It's wonderful. I've done that. Um, and it's fantastic. Yeah, I and, go to Goodwill all the time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They've got so much great stuff. They do. And, and it's like a little bit of writ dye and some fabric paint and you got your costume, you yeah. know. Don't even have to sew anything. Yeah. 
and I and I, and just once people realize how easy it is, they mm -hmm. come in and they want to do it as well. So right. you're thinking about 300 people might be showing up. Um, yeah, I can like. I mean, I doubt that there will be 300 people that actually show up. That's just kind of like what we have interested in the Facebook group mm -hmm. right now. Um, I am. Let me look up on Except Facebook. For what's interested? I would definitely say, like, for an accurate number, you would take that interested interested number or the number of people going and probably multiply it by two or three because you know most people are yeah. going to bring a friend exactly. or have, bring a few friends. We have two hundred and sixty three people going or interested. So I'm, I'm assuming we'll probably be seeing at least seven, at least seventy five yeah. to one hundred people. If, even if you get a hundred people. Uh, all dressed up. And then if they bring friends or anything mm -hmm. like that, because there are always people, um, there are some people who, who, who dress up, so who do the cosplay, and then they've got a significant other sometimes mm -hmm. who doesn't dress up. And then, I mean, that's normal. And so they are going to be along with them too and supporting everybody. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously the, the significant other tends to support the person who's dressing up and everyone else. Yeah, it just becomes this, it becomes a, this family. And I think um, the Wizard World passes are a really big incentive for a lot of cosplayers yeah. right now. And then, um, and then plus the ten dollar game card, I think, made a lot of more people interested. Because I know a lot of people were like, "Well, dang, you know, I can't afford to go and play games and stuff at main event, or I don't, you know, I'm I'm out three hundred dollars for my vendor's table, and yeah. I can't, you know, I can't, you know, do this." And it's really awesome to. You know, to be able to have that ability, and then I think a lot, a lot of more people were like, "Oh, well, I'm, I'm gonna go now. Like, I can get a ten dollar game card and hang out with people and still have fun and, and everything." There's also, um, I'll give some shout outs to some of the events that we're partnering with. We're actually also partnering with two other events that are happening the same day, and um, we're kind of like cross promoting and totally, stuff for yeah. them. Um, so there's another group that's doing. Um, they're calling it the Alt alt party like alternative party um and theirs is actually happening right before ours in norman um their their events also on facebook um they are doing um kind of more festive like convention activities uh, oh, than wow. we are so they're actually going to have like some panels there's also going to be another cosplay contest so if you want another chance to win something go to their cosplay contest and um, they're going to have you know some prizes as well um i think they're doing um some games and stuff too there so so there's also that event going from you know where that's well um it's going to be at a park in norman i can like totally pull it up and give you the exact location and it's going on from it's going to be from 12 it's it's from like 12 to 5 but we're kind of going to be asking people to um start heading out at like 4:30 or so yeah. that way they can come to our event okay great um, it's going to be at Griffin Community Park, uh, East Robinson Street, Norman, Oklahoma. So it's is, in it's in Norman. Is that where they have is that where they have the the medieval fair? Um, I think it is actually where they have the medieval fair. Okay, good, good. Uh, wow, that would be so much fun. And so it's become this road trip. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Yeah, there's so we're gonna have there's two events going on in Norman uh -huh. before ours. There's that one, and then One Stop Anime is also going to be hosting oh. some of the vendors and stuff that um, are now out their table fees right. and cannot yeah. make money. Um, so One Stop Anime is gonna be housing. I think she said about eight or ten of them in her store. Oh wow! So there will be a couple there on Saturday, um, so people can go and check them out and uh, you know buy some stuff from them, help support them since they're. They're out hundreds of dollars yeah. for their tables right now. 
Um, so that's what that's what they're doing. So there will be those two events going on in Norman. Um, so kind of what me and my friends are doing is we're probably going to go get dinner and then go to one stop and then head to the other party. Yeah. And then once we're done at the other party, we're going to head to Oklahoma City to start all of our festivities then at, at night. So. It's a travel. It is a it's, traveling convention. It's a cross city con. Oh, <laughs> cross city con. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I think we should make this a normal thing. We should. Because <laughs> I love this idea. Partner uh, Yeah, because, yeah, really. Oh, my gosh. There'd be so many Uber drivers. They'd love yeah, that. We're partnering with Uber and Lyft for the Cross City. <laughs> <laughs> I like that name. That's pretty nice. I, I love that because I, I, I don't think you've, you've mentioned the vendors uh, being out of money. Um, but also, and we talked about closet cosplayers. Yeah. And that's, that is one, cer- certainly you can do that. But normally, cosplayers spend a lot of money. Talk to me about how much money you guys spend just for one convention. Um, so, <laughs> so for Azumicon alone, um, I spent almost $350 on my costumes. Oh, my um, I have a Patreon and I make a good amount of money on it. So that's where like most of my income comes from my costumes. But um, we decided that we were going to do, um, do you know what My Hero Academia is? It's like a, it's an anime. It's a really popular anime right now. Uh-uh. It's by um, far the most popular at the moment. It's kind of like, it's basically like if anime met Marvel comics. Oh, cool. So it's, it's, a, it's a really popular anime, but my friends and I are all watching it and we're all wanting to, we all decided we wanted to cosplay from it. So mm-hmm. we're like, well, you know, what do we want to do? So we decided we wanted to do their school uniform. So we all bought the same uniform online. So we'd all look, my favorite bu- my favorite pun, uniform. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Unif- uniformly uniform. Yeah. So, so we did that. So we'd all look uniform. And um, so that right there was like 50 bucks. And then I had to buy my shoes, which was like another, you know, 10 to $15 for those. And then um, all of the accessories for the costume, like my tights and stuff that I had to buy. Um, I'm doing um, Mina, which is like a, is a character in the show, but she's actually, she has pink skin. She's like an alien character. And so um, I had to buy all of my face paint supplies and everything for her. So that was like another like 20 to $30 for all that. And then um, I bought a new wig for her. So that was like another 30 bucks. And then I had to make her horns. And that was like, I made those out of clay and had to paint them and everything. And so I spent probably like a hundred or so dollars just on like everything for the school uniform itself included with all the dye and everything I had to do. And then my dyeing incident where I had to go, go buy new stuff. Um, (laughs) And then, um, and then I was planning on wearing um, one of my other competition pieces and stuff for AzumiCon to compete. And so I was going to start working on that. And then AzumiCon canceled. And I was like, well, I guess never mind. I'm not going to be working on that. And then um, we decided that we're going to do casual versions of the characters for um, the party at main event. Yeah. So since we're we don't want to be all hot in the uniforms and stuff, so we're gonna we're gonna change and do like casual versions of our of our characters from My Hero Academia for main event. So that was like another like a hundred dollars right there <laughs> because I, I bought these. Sh- I'm really excited about these shoes. I bought these fifty dollars shoes and they're like gorgeous. But so I had to buy all this stuff for my casual version mm-hmm. of her, um, and then just all of the you know the. 
the small stuff that I had to purchase here and there, it all adds up. So I think at the end of the day, I spent about 300 and something dollars for AzumiCon. Yeah, and you make it, you try to make it as specific as possible. I mean, mm -hmm. you had dressed up for, as Lolita for SunaCon, which really worked for its literary convention. Yeah. Um, and, and, and this, but this was more of an anime convention. So you really think about, cosplayers do, think about what they're going to wear for what con. Yeah, both of the characters that I, I mean, if AzumiCon was still happening, uh, both of the characters that I was planning on doing would have been from anime right so and then and then for this one since it's since we'd already planned all these costumes we're like well we're just gonna wear them for rip Con because why not so we're doing two different costumes in one day <laughs> um just because we we are had all this stuff ready and and you know we, we need someone some place to wear it and that was the other thing is is other people are in the same boat where they've already made all these plans and now they have nowhere to wear their costumes to yeah. You know, which is why we're we're trying to do this and, and give people a place to actually wear all of these costumes. Show off their hard work. Exactly, because it's so expensive. It's I mean, it doesn't have to be. Right. But even <laughs> even if even if it's not well, that, and that's the other thing I was going to say was even if it's not buying things, there is sweat equity. You are putting. I mean, for some of these costumes out there, especially the ones you can't just buy online, you've got to fabricate it. I mean, it's a lot of work. Yeah. You know, I, people spend weeks on these things. I spent, um, for my SoonerCon piece that I made, I had originally made it um, three years ago. And then I basically took, I scrapped like 90% of the costume and remade everything. Um, and the only thing that I pretty much kept was the feathered skirt. But I ended up redoing um, like all of the clasps and stuff in the skirt. And I added a foot and a half of, of feather, more feathers to it. Um, and that... So the original costume took me two months of working about eight hours every single day. And then um, remaking it took about a month of working oh, close wow. to eight hours every day. Um, I was I was up super late and, and basically finished it in the hotel room right before the cosplay contest. There were times um, I would leave for work and come home from work and she was still working on it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. I mean, it's that's it's, just how it is, yeah. And I spent, I mean, I was up for like, Four hours. I, I was working on a, a friend. Of, a friend of mine came over for me to do her wig for our group that we were doing for Azumicon, and that alone took me four hours just to do her mm. wig. And then oh. dyeing everything. Then <laughs> on Friday night took like four hours because I had to take like four trips to Walmart because nobody had the dye that I needed. So Walmart. I mean, really? Um, they had like. They had this fuchsia color, but I needed like a true pink, uh -huh. and the only pink they had was like a super duper light pink. Oh, so it wasn't. Yeah, they didn't have like the in between <laughs> color I needed, and I couldn't mix them because the fuchsia is like purple based and not pink based, and I needed a true pink and not a purple pink. So I couldn't mix them because then it would have purple undertones and it wouldn't be the right color. So it was just it was a disaster. I ended up I ended up using Kool Aid. See, folks, and, that, see, and that, is, that is exactly, the, that's the creativity of, of a cosplayer. It's not just making sure that, uh, first off, how creative can you be in your colors? But also, you want to make sure it's right. You yeah. want people to recognize it immediately. And that means getting the colors right. Yeah, it was, it was really hard. So I ended up like using a watermelon, charcoalberry fin, strawberry kiwi, and a touch of fruit punch Kool-Aid to dye to get the color I needed. That's some delicious fabric. It I smells really good if I, if, like they were smelling it because I wore it yesterday and like all of my friends were smelling my gloves because they smell like Kool-Aid. 
She's like strawberry shortcake. (laughs) (laughs) Scratch and sniff. (laughs) That is fantastic. I love that. And you've got, uh, you're going on at uh, Will Rogers. Yes. Which is over on Portland and around the 30th Street, between 30th, 29th, that kind of area. I haven't posted this yet, um, but we'll probably be like meeting up at like the, the main building the convention center where like the rose garden the exhibition is in the back. yes the exhibition, exhibition center yeah. yeah he knows better than me right and and, and that's uh, that's where the rose garden is it right. is yeah which as soon as i heard about this and you said will rogers well i used to i grew up near will rogers and mm-hmm. i went there all the time i'd go over there with my family um absolutely gorgeous i actually took my wife there a year or so ago just we just walked around oh yeah it's a very and, beautiful and place. i went and looked for pokemon um but it's a good place it is a good place for it um, but I thought, what a beautiful place for photo shoots. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. It. We're going to have everybody show up. Um, there is going to be a like a, a signing clipboard for us to do everything so people can sign model releases and stuff and then give us their five bucks. And then um, we're just going to kind of separate everybody to um, – we haven't decided how much, how like how long yet. It's going to mm. be about a two-hour photo shoot. So we're trying to figure out how long we're going to do it. But basically, we're just going to have a group go with each photographer and shoot for however long. We'll meet back up and then sh- switch photographers and go out. So that way, everybody's shooting in a different location with a different photographer, so they get different photos. Right. So not everything is looking the exact same, um, and people can get a good amount of photos for the photo shoot. And then um, after that, there's about an hour break in between the end of the photo shoot and when we're going to be meeting up at main event. So uh, the photo shoot will end at 7. We're meeting at main event at 8. So there's like an hour gap there for everybody to, you know, change or go get food if they don't want to eat at main event or do whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for that hour, cool down because it'll be hot yeah. outside. Um, we're going to be changing into our casual outfits and then heading to main event to get everything else set up. So that's, Yeah. So there's an hour in between for people to do whatever they want to do. And you got two photographers. Who are your photographers? Um, right now we have RGGT Photography mm-hmm. and Stephen Whitelock. Um, we were going to have Squirrely Jedi Photography, but unfortunately he had a family emergency that weekend, oh, so no. he's not going to be able to attend. Um, we have another group of girls whose name I'm not familiar with, but they're they're like three girls. Um, they were actually supposed to make their debut at IzumiCon. Um, they were shooting. They were yeah. They were shooting stuff for Azumicon, and that was when it was supposed to be their first time, um, like making their like debut and stuff. And they weren't able to, so they're going to be there, um, doing photos. And we're trying to find another photographer as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anybody's interested, hit me up about shooting shooting the yeah. If we got some photographers thing. out there, we would uh, let let them know because uh, and again, what you guys are on Facebook at Azum- Rip Azumicon. Rip Azumicon, yeah. yeah, it's on my page on Relici. So the Stephen Whitelock is he the one that was shooting at SoonerCon? Um, he was shooting it. He was at SoonerCon, yeah. Yeah, because um, I've seen some of his. I think has he posted some of the stuff on Facebook? I think was probably. It, I believe he has. Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. It was some amazing, amazing photography. Uh, so I think you've got you know it's it's great that you've got these people that that want to take pictures of yeah. of uh, now. When you, so I got a question from a non-cosplayer. Okay. When, I love the poses that everyone does. Do you work on those beforehand? Typically, yes, but not always. Um, 
Like there will be times uh, whenever I do a photo shoot, typically I'll like send uh, what we consider reference photos to our photographers and be like, these are some poses that I really like, or here are some poses that she does in the show or the anime. And this is stuff I want to replicate so that we can kind of work on it. Um, I do sometimes try to like go in front of the mirror and practice poses and stuff like that to try to get muscle memory down and stuff. But it's a lot easier whenever you're in like a, in a, in a photo shoot because then the photographer can help fix you and everything whenever you know if something's not right to get the right you know look you're wanting for um it's harder whenever it comes to like hallway photos whenever people are just like hey can i take your photo and stuff like that because then you're like do i look good or do i not look good (laughs) you know and so um yeah but typically um you 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 don't necessarily practice them but you do have like reference images and stuff for for what it is you're wanting to achieve so the photographer can help you yeah, and, and of course, uh, when it comes to anime, boy, they do things that you would be physically impossible. Yes, so. they do. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> it's like, and even with their clothes. I We were talking, uh, I think uh, Joshua had talked about dressing up as Tuxedo Mask. And, and the capes and the collars and all do things that just would not physically be possible. Just defy everything. <laughs> completely defy gravity any laws of physics whatsoever um so but you but when you're trying to oppose you you try to do something that would look like what that two-dimensional image is now going to be in a three-dimensional image yeah um so that's typically what we do like i'll just send photos and stuff and be like oh i like this one or i'll look at other cosplayers that have done photo shoots and stuff as that character and be like oh i like this pose and i like this pose and stuff like that you know and it it also helps to get people thinking and stuff because especially if it's someone you've never really shot with before there's always kind of like that that kind of awkward first first moments is kind of what i consider it um because then it's like you know what do i do how do i act i don't really know this person type deal and then um, once you get going it's so much easier to keep going but mm-hmm. it's just kind of like getting that ball rolling in a in a shoot so having those photos and those reference images really helps get that ball rolling you talked about a photographer uh would you also maybe want a videographer somebody who could do videos because i've Every now and then, I'll, you look you look up on YouTube of people at conventions, and you see videos of cosplayers. I mean, if anybody wants to come out, I'm I'm not going to say no. I'm totally fine with anybody anybody who wants to shoot, anybody who wants to come in video or just hang out. Um, I'm fine with that. Those are those are our official photographers for the group. But if other people want to show up, I am a okay with that. That's so. cool. Or if you just want to hang out with cosplayers. Yeah, come hang because out. Because cosplayers are the coolest. I, they are. I, they're, well, there's there's a... I don't know. I Because I, I'm, I'm not a cosplayer. So for me, it's it's the, the bravery of a cosplayer. But I also find... Because I'm, I'm an actor, so I understand that there's, there's also that vulnerability that I find in most cosplayers. They're very brave to do what they do. But there's also that sense of vulnerability. And I love that. I love the fact that they are... Many cosplayers are working through issues of their own that, that, that sometimes, of course, in today's day and age, there's body image, there's all these things that are going on. And I think that people who do cosplay, are that's what makes them amazing, is that like, they are... Like, I'm not a cosplayer, but I agree with everything you just said. It's like cosplay is their form of escape from the realities of everything, mm-hmm. in my opinion, at least. Yeah, every, well, that's why we do the things we do. That's why we're geeks. Is because we are we have fine it's a fine form of escapism. It's how we choose to escape 
that kind of makes us a little bit different. And I love, that's why I think love the cosplayers tend to be cosplayers are typically just like any other geeks. They've probably been, you know, the thrown in the lockers and mm-hmm. teased and, and made fun of. Um, and this is a way for them to get out and be, like I said, it's a, it's a bravery. It's a form of bravery that you don't get in almost anything else. Yeah, that's that what I love was, about it. That was part of the reason why I really wanted to do RipazumiCon once I found out it was canceled was because, you know, this community has done so much for me. Um, I mean, it cosplay has literally changed my life. Um, I, you know, I think about, you know, it, it really did. I mean, I could talk about hours about how it did, but it the community aspect of it, um, just all of the craftsmanship aspects of it, everything that all my social media stuff that I do, it has completely changed my life. And, you know, seeing the community suffer the way that it did with the ZumiCon being canceled, I was like, I can't sit around and not do something. Yeah. I, I have to try to do something to make it up. I mean, it wasn't my responsibility. I had zero to do with the ZumiCon. You know, I like I was gonna I was gonna do a couple panels there and that was it. So it wasn't like I was like a director or anything for a ZumiCon. I wasn't super involved with uh, for with any of the planning aspects of it going on. Um, but I just somehow still felt responsible to try to do something for the community as a community leader um, to try to, you know, make it up to people and still give them something to do and make it cost effective and fun because I know people people have non-refundable hotel rooms. Yeah. Like, you know, it's people need something to do and I felt responsible for that because this community's done so much for me as a person and an individual um, that I, I felt responsible and I, I had to do something to help. And you know, this whole, the event RipaZumiCon actually goes to show the resilience of this community because it seems like as of the last two years, time and time again, it's like something new is being taken away from the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last January, we had the convention that canceled. You had Super Bitcoin when the mm-hmm. microblast went through and it completely devastated the area. Yeah. People still showed up to support the convention in any way that they could. IzumiCon Falls, which is the largest one in Oklahoma City, basically the SoonerCon's bigger. Yeah, SoonerCon. It is yeah, now. Yeah, it is now. <laughs> now that it's well, we're actually. Well, talk about how the new space that they got. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> oh, I'm so it's enormous, it's man. Gorgeous. It's not gonna. I'm but, not gonna have to be super far away yeah, anymore. Now, it's gonna be great. Now IzumiCon Falls, and yeah. yet again, the community rises up and supports one another and I mean, tries yeah. to make something happen. It's like time and time again, yeah. the, the communities. Made something there. happen. The thing that I don't think people really are realizing either is um, this: this event was planned in a, in a week. Yeah. Um, literally, I I was not sleeping. I was con- Kenny can tell you. He would come home and I'd be on the couch on my laptop, contacting people, calling calling companies, you know, talking to main event, and he would just go in the bedroom and go to sleep because <laughs> he's like, I know I'm not gonna be able to spend any time with her. She's working on well, stuff. I saw this. She's working <laughs> on this event. That's that was like important. So yeah. it's like okay, well, it's let her do what she let her do what yeah. she's doing. Nonstop. Go I would get off from work and the first thing I would do is start working on the event. Um, I was going around to multiple businesses, going and talking to people, trying to figure stuff out. We went up to main event so I could talk to people. Um, I've been, you know, calling them almost every, you know, uh, three to four days to try to confirm details and, and, and everything. And it's just, it's been crazy. I, I, I have been nuts trying to get all this planned, but I mean, it's totally worth it. And I have a group of people that are helping me. So it's not like me solo, but, um, it's been crazy and, and all of this has been planned and 
a week and a half now. It's been like a week and a half, yeah. I think, yeah, since yeah. it's been up. Um, so all of these sponsors and all of these people, you know, all of this has happened in a week and a half. It wasn't something that we've been planning for six months or a year. It pretty much happened overnight. Yeah. And just the community support for it to even be able to become this big in such a short amount of time is just astonishing to me. I think it was one of the best comments that I saw. I think it was right after you had mentioned about the, the new Wizard World helping mm -hmm. out and somebody had commented you've done more to plan for this in the past two days than izumi con did the entire year <laughs> um which is true because i yeah, i mean it, there was a lot but it's when you're passionate about it yeah you know and and i, I don't want to knock you're right i don't i don't have any uh, in any stock in izumi con or anything like that so it doesn't really matter to me um i would was, was excited we were going to have them on our show i was excited about the con coming that's certainly true but um, the fact is when something like that folds, you have two ways to look at it. You can either get all mad and angry at the people who put together a ZoomyCon and just get all upset and just stomp and throw things out on, on social media, or you can take the path that you did. Yeah. You know, we're take, do something positive out of this. And that's, we, we are in no way trying to, you know, bash anyone associated with the ZoomyCon or bash the ZoomyCon. Um, we are mostly just trying to give people something to do, um, in lieu of a ZoomyCon canceling. Um, am I upset about it? I am upset about it. Um, I, I myself have been um, demoralized and I had some rude comments said to me by um, you know people associated with a ZoomyCon whenever it first got bought. Um, I'm not going to get into that because it's 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 over with and it's got handled. Um, I was contacted about being the cosplay director, and because of that, you know, I I said that I I wasn't going to. Um, I was willing to help with the cosplay contest and stuff, um, but then, it, pretty much like the the week before I got canceled was whenever I was getting contacted about helping with the cosplay contest and. I was like, yeah, sure. Here's my stuff. You know, here's my information. Contact me anytime you need. You know, you need to figure stuff out. We'll talk and get stuff planned. And then it got canceled. <laughs> so um, we didn't really have time to work on anything. But um, it was, you know, I I myself have had issues with the ZoomiCon in the past. But um, it's it's not about you know being angry. Um, right. About a ZoomiCon, it's about you know binding together as a community and still showing that. First of all, we're not going to stand for this kind of stuff. Right. Um, we, you can take away our conventions, and we're still going to be a community. We're still going to be cosplayers. We're still going to make stuff happen. Um, you know, it's it's not about the conventions. Right. It's about the people. Mm -hmm. And that was the thing that AzumiCon took away whenever they canceled. They took away the ability for the community to come together. Right. Um, AzumiCon is a place. It is not a community. Um, we bring the community to AzumiCon, and AzumiCon gives us a place to do it. Um, but, you know, we, we still have all of our online presence. We still have our online community. Um, and we're strong. We're resilient. And that's what it's about. You know, it's about being this family, keeping it together. Um, it's not about these events. These events, you know, are what started us and what gave us a place to be together. But it's about binding together and continuing all of this um, regardless of what happens. Right. We can be mad at AzumiCon. We can be, you know, we can throw all the shade and all the salt that we want, um, you know, at the convention and the people associated with it. But we also need to realize that um, sometimes stuff like this is out of out yeah. of control. And yeah. um, we can say that it was poor leadership. We can say that it was money mismanagement. But at the end of the day, we really don't know what happened. Um, and the most important thing is to work to try to get refunds for everybody who needs refunds. 
and um, work to just create something better out of it instead of just being mad and being upset about it. Because um, there's so many different paths that we could take that'll just be so much more productive. Um, it's fine to be upset about it, especially if you are out hundreds of dollars. Um, but I will say that this community has moved in the right direction. I mean, this was on the news. This got news coverage. Um, you know, this is this has been crazy. I, I have not seen anybody in this community, in my opinion, that that has just, you know, gone the complete wrong direction when it comes to how I feel like the AzumiCon cancellation has been handled. This community has has been perfect, in my opinion. Um, we got news coverage. There's like a there's a damage form going on, so people can figure out all this stuff. There's a um, a police report that's out right now. Um, it's been this community has worked fast and hard to try to create something better out of right. out of this problem. I it's so funny because it's it's very typically Oklahoman. Um, we are <laughs> we're like yeah, so disaster happens. We'll just move. We we yep. how do we how do we still make this? better and i think with the three events you're talking about where we take care of the cosplayers we also take care of our vendors at uh, uh one stop anime mm -hmm. you know we make sure that we at least move forward from this that that we can still shine a light on the community because you're right zoomicon is just a thing it's not the people the yeah. people are themselves going to these events and they're going to have a great time and i think it's wonderful so i'm very proud of you Thank you. <laughs> I, I'm, pr I'm honest, I'm going to brag a little bit and say I'm proud of myself. And you I'm should. proud of everybody who's involved. We have, I'm going to give them a shout out because I didn't, but we got uh, Kairos Cosplay, uh, Stephen Whitelock Photography, RGT Photography, and we have our friend David and our friend Edward who don't have cosplay aliases right now. Um, we have Divine Creations Cosplay, and we have Red Dirt 3D who's also helping us out. Did I, did I forget anybody? And we also um, got Kenny over here. Yeah. Well, that's why I was spouses and partners of, of, of cosplayers. <laughs> you, you do so much <laughs> to support these, <laughs> to support these cosplayers. Um, I would be nowhere without him. It's amazing how much, I mean, they have, to, I, guess I, I know that some, there are some couples who do it, but there are some couples who don't. And for those who don't, they, there's there's a lot of love and support from that other person. It's difficult to manage, especially <laughs> when one's a cosplayer and the other one just likes to do events. <laughs> it kind of clash a little bit, but it works out. But it's fun. It's fun. Um, you'd mentioned the main event. Is that the one on Memorial? Yeah, it's right off the Turnpike. Right over there. Memorial by and Penn. Or yeah. Memorial and Western. Western Penn, between Western and Penn. Yeah, it's like, okay. it's right, right up the turnpike, right by... It's right across the highway from indoor skydiving place. Yes. Yeah, over by the the new, the new, like the, where they're building all the new stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Around like 122nd. Yeah, there's like where Capella's, uh, and, and Capella's topped off and yeah. all those. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, I, I, that's why I didn't know if there was another main event. I think there might actually be one in Norman. I'm not sure. That but one's Heyday. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. Heyday. Um, I so think right now that is the only main event in Oklahoma City. Okay. And they have one in Tulsa. So the main event uh, up there, and now you <laughs> mentioned about no weapons. And all I could think of was you, because you mentioned a list of weapons, that like no bats. And I'm like, well, how? what, what about a Harley? What about Lucille from I know. The Walking Dead? People, <laughs> we had some people that were upset about the weapons policy, but what people need to remember is that this is not a convention. Right. 
Um, we are in a public location and there are going to be members of the general public that are there and we do not want them to see a gun and think that it is a real gun not be able to establish that it is a fake gun and then you know somebody calls the police and then we have all sorts of problems and then yeah we don't we don't want this to happen um so the the easiest thing to say is just no weapons um we will have people greeting at the doors for the uh we have exclusive um, AzumiCon rip wristbands. So they actually say um, rip AzumiCon party and they say no con's going to bring us down on them. Um, <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> so, awesome. so they're going to be, yeah, there are there are going to be awesome wristbands. And like I said, we have, the, we have the stickers and the keychains for the first like 50 or so people, but the wristbands, we've like, like 300 of them. So everybody should be able to get one. Um, so you'll get that at the door. And then if you're one of the first, however many, you'll get the other goodies. But um, we, uh, we are gonna have greeters there, so if we see you try to come in with a weapon, you will be stopped and asked to um, bring it in. Um, we don't. We, the thing, the biggest thing to remember is that main event is being so beyond generous yeah. to us, and these are things that they asked of us, um, and we're like, yes, you know, this is fine. We are fine with complying with not having weapons and overly gory and revealing costumes because. You, they are doing so much for mm-hmm. us to be able to do this for absolutely nothing. Right. Is that's the important thing to remember is that this is they did all of this for us out of the kindness of their own hearts um, to try to give us a place that we can, you know, do all of this at. And that's all they asked of us was no weapons and no gories or revealing costumes. So please work with us yeah. on, on making that happen. Um, and, you know, you can go put your props in the car. Sure. Um, you know, it worst comes to worst. You know, if, if you if you're going to the photo shoot and you brought your prop and it's hot glue and you're worried about keeping it in your car, you know, we might be able to go like stick it in the private rooms or something for it. But the most important part is just try not to bring it. If you can, guys, store it somewhere else. Um we will ask you to go put it in your car if we see you with one. Um, and the, the main important part is just to make sure that nobody calls the police and we don't yeah. we don't have a, a main event lockdown thinking we're going to shoot up the police. So. Right. And you know, you're right. But I mean, even even just you know, like I said, I mentioned Lucille, you know, a bat wrapped in barbed wire. It, it, it's yeah. sh- been blood. It's shocking when if you are not if you're people who go to cosplay, they they are go to a con they know it yeah they they are they are fans of walking dead or at least they've seen walking dead so they know the weapon they understand it but if you're at a main event and you're just there to have some pizza do some bowling and play some video games with your kids and someone walks in with that that's that's kind of shocking it is um yeah i we uh (laughs) I've I usually never take my Harley bat or anything anywhere with me whenever in public unless I absolutely have to. Um I mean it's literally plastic. Yeah. I mean it doesn't look plastic, but it's I mean I if I hit somebody with it it'll probably dent the bat before yes. it'll hurt anything. It's the same thing with that Lucille bat that most people have. It's, yeah. it's just usually kind of a rubber or a, you know, it's not Exactly. Yeah. Like even if I mean I understand, you know, these aren't meant to hurt anybody. We spent hours on these. We don't want to hurt anybody with them in the first place. You know, I don't want to mess up my bat I spent 6 hours making. <laughs> but true. um more of it is just the safety of of everybody else and making sure. And plus like, you know, if we let props in, there's always there's always that you know possibility of somebody who decides that they want to bring in a real something yeah. you know and and con- that's why we have weapons checks at cons and stuff like that um 
And so, you know, we just want to avoid the possibility of anything happening and making main event mad at us when they're being so generous. Um, so, yeah, just don't bring the weapons, guys. Don't wear overly gory revealing costumes. Um, we will ask you to leave if you um, are in something that, you know, we could deem that would be super inappropriate. Um, I'm pretty lenient on that kind of stuff, but um, if you got, you know, boobies hanging out and, and a thong, I'm going to yeah. have to ask you to go put some, put some, put a little bit more on. Which there's yeah. an hour between, you can still wear yeah. that at the, at the, uh, the photo Rogers. shoot. Yeah. You That's can bring you weapons. An hour to change. And, yeah. I mean, you will be in public, so make sure it is um, not something that you will get in trouble with officers there are still for. Laws. Um, yes. <laughs> but <laughs> on the whole revealing aspect, but so long as you got nipples covered, I think it's considered <laughs> allowed. So. Um, yeah, nipples and, and below the belt covered. I think it's. I think that's a public public decency considered <laughs> an, on Oklahoma City standards. But, that's right. Um, so that's that's fine. You can wear whatever you want and bring um, you know all of your prop weapons and stuff to the photo shoot. But at main event is where we're gonna have to ask mm -hmm. you to to do stuff. Um, I know a lot of people doing the cosplay contest, so they might totally disregard anything I'm saying. But um, we're all doing casual versions of our characters, so yeah. we can just hang out and have fun. Um, because that's what it's all about, you know, and so if people want to make some cool casual versions of their characters, you know, go to Goodwill and find some stuff. Um, totally fine with me. Um, I'm, I'm totally cool with that because that's what we're doing, too. So it, it's a good idea if you're really hot and you just don't really want to be in cosplay the whole night. Um, just find something that's a little easier on you to wear um, would be cool. But if you're in the cosplay contest, you know, bring your A game for those Wizard World tickets. I totally get that too. Yeah. And finally, that's what well, I want to talk about that, uh, cosplay it starts at 10 o'clock and that's at main event as well. Yeah. Um, they're going to have some private rooms and we are going to kind of make like a runway type deal with all the chairs and stuff. And, um, we're going to be having our, um, so for those who are my hero academia friend fans, we're going to have a Todoroki and Aizawa and all might, you're going to be announcing the um, show for us. They're going to be our hosts. And then um, me, Divine Creations, and Kairos Cosplay are going to be judging the contest. Um, awesome. And I'm, I mean, I'm taking, it's going to be like a real cosplay contest, guys. Like we're actually going to be judging and yeah. we're, we're unfortunately not going to have a pre-judging, but um, we will have, you know, judging sheets and we're going to be judging you guys on performance and everything. Um, so come and blow us away. And also, so that would be also a call out to uh, people who are not cosplaying. Come out to this because there's going to be, first off, your favorite cosplayers are out there. It's mm -hmm. going to be like a convention sitting there in main event anyway. Um, but then you're going to have this cosplay contest. So yep. you'll want an audience as well. Of you course. Want people who aren't necessarily in the cosplay contest. Yeah. Come yes. out. Come out. And, and like I said, and it's anybody who gets one of those wristbands. So if you are a, just a regular convention attendee, you know, that doesn't cosplay but still wants to come out because you were going to a Zooming Con and now you don't got anything to do, um, anyone with those wristbands are going to get $10 game cards. It's not just people that are going to be dressed up. So come out. Come have fun with us and, um, you know, go get free game cards. Go eat some food. Um, and you just say that you're with the Rip Azumicon. Yeah, well, the the wristbands and stuff are are going to be our identifiers. Mm -hmm. So whenever you go up to the uh, little main booth they have there to to buy your stuff, just let show them your wristband, and they should get you your card. Well, how do you get the wristband? At the door. At the door. So yes, we're gonna have we're gonna have a um, a special greeter that I I don't want to spoil it just yet. That's awesome. Um, but we are going to you you won't be able to miss him. I'll just put it like that. Um, 
he's going to be uh, dressed up as something for, <laughs> yeah, for awesome. the Ripazimicon, uh, and we'll be outside. And we'll also have a couple of us also outside in case there's a really big group of people. Um, but yeah, just go up to us. We'll put a, we'll slap a wristband on your wrist, and you are good to go in. Um, but yeah, so it. Trust me when I say it'll be hard to miss what he'll be dressed up as, and I think everybody's going to get a big kick out of it. That's great. And so uh, it all starts though, actually, in Norman at ten o'clock. Is that yep. correct? At uh, twelve. At twelve o'clock. Yeah, at that's noon. right. At uh, Griffin uh, Community, but it's actually at. Is it? it what, what time does the One Stop Anime vendors? Um, I think that they are going to be from like uh, twelve to five two. Hold on, let me check. Yeah, because I, I, because okay, so there, so the the two events are going to be going on um, for Azumi for the um, One Stop Anime, and the Alt Party are going to be going on um, close to the same time. Um, so from like twelve to five, I think so. But let me let me double check on when the one stop anime event's happening. Um, it's gonna be at it's gonna start at one. Okay, okay. So twelve o'clock at, at Griffin Park, and one then, o'clock at one stop anime. Yeah, and both of those are gonna run until five. Yep, and then but leave a little early because at five o'clock we're gonna start the photo <laughs> yes. shoot at Will Rogers Park down on Portland, uh, in Northwest Oklahoma City, and then that starts at five, and then eight o'clock. We have the big, huge main event party. Yeah. End of the citywide convention, right there at main event on Memorial Road. I love the the cross city convention. Cross I city like. convention, cross city con. That is, it's <laughs> <laughs> a good name. It a is. plus right there. Um, I think it's fantastic. I think you're gonna get people from all over and uh, and hopefully get even more people in. So that'll be fantastic. Thank you guys so much for stopping by. Thank you no for problem. having us. I'm glad that we could come in and talk about this because it's been awesome. And it's been wonderful. It's I've been awesome. loving watching your stuff on Facebook. Thank you. It's just been it's been so it's been fun. So I'm glad that we could come in and talk about it because I, I'm trying to get the word out, you know, more to more people about it because mm. unfortunately not everybody's on Facebook. Facebook, so yeah is there is are there other ways for people to to reach you if without that um i do have my instagram if you're on instagram um which is honor lychee um i do have my twitter which is also honor lychee if you're on twitter and then um you spell can that for me honor lychee yeah h-o-n-o-r-l-y-c-h-e-e honor and then lychee but it's all one word mm -hmm. um and then I also have my my uh, email that you can email me at, and I can give you more information about it, which is honorleachy at gmail.com. So you can just shoot me an email, and I will, can give you all the information that you need. Um, if you have any other questions, contact me, and I will be happy to answer them. And you have a Patreon site. I What's do have a Patreon. Patreon. Um, it's patreon.com slash honorleachy. There you go. I know. I'm sure it's really so shocking and surprising and hard to follow. Everything's honor leachy. Honor leachy. That's the <laughs> way to, yeah. It's, it's, it's easy to, to, to remember. So, yeah. Fantastic. Thank you guys so much. Ken, how can people reach you? Um, just Facebook, really. <laughs> he has Ken an Instagram, was. too. I have an Instagram, but I don't <laughs> use it. He posts on it sometimes. <laughs> I, did, I thought you had, don't you have Twitter? Didn't you do Twitter? Uh, I do, but I forgot what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have, like, so many different then. emails, like, from actual emails to emails with certain domains, and it's... I know I have at least 10 to 11 wow. emails. So Why do you need that many emails? Because I have that many emails. Because it's fun. I have, every I time have you two. Me, I know. Just like I have three phone numbers. I have my like day my day email and then my, my cosplay email. Yeah, it's mostly work and play. Yeah. Exactly. Except <laughs> my cosplay's work now. Oh, isn't that wonderful though? It's so wonderful. That was, <laughs> that was one thing that I said whenever I was talking about how like cosplay has totally changed my life. Like I... I make hundreds of dollars now 
every yeah. single month if doing you, this. If you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's it's right. it's so true. It's it's wonderful. So Yeah. So we're looking forward to that party. It's gonna be great. Yes, great I'm looking forward to myself. A lot of I've had a lot of people who are super duper excited about it and I've had multiple people message me and talk to me about just how like excited they are about this and i've had a few people talk about how they think it's going to be even funner than the convention would have been so you know seeing people being that excited and hyped about it um even in lieu of all of the disaster that's happened um is really impressive and super encouraging so i hope everybody we're trying our best to make it amazing so it's gonna be fun thank you so very much for showing up thank you oh and before we yes. go i'm sorry i just remembered no. something um we are going to be doing raffle prizes oh um, yes. originally we weren't going to but we've had so much stuff from sponsors that it's like pointless not to. So um, we are going to have like goodie baskets and stuff that we're going to be giving away um, at main event. So the wristbands are going to have numbers on them. And those are the numbers. So you don't have to worry about keeping track of any tickets or anything. It'll be on your wristband. Um, so we'll be calling out those raffles and stuff before and after the cosplay contest. So show up. Watch the cosplay contest and win some stuff. See, that's fantastic. It is like a little convention. I it is. It. We're I trying. Yeah. That's so. fantastic. Santa, that's going to do it for our show. Uh, you can find us on our website at okigeek.com, also on Twitter and Facebook at okigeek podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can find me on Twitter at KOSU Michael C. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast. Also, rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Sandy Leachy and Ken Edwards, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on. <laughs>